हेलो हेलो बैक वंस अगेन इन द यूरो बिल्डअप शो यू टॉकिंग अबाउट ग्रुप सी दिस टाइम प्रोबेबली द लाइटेस्ट ग्रुप टू टू यूज स्लाइटली काइंड वर्ड्स सो विल बी टॉकिंग अबाउट ऑल द फोर टीम्स इन द ग्रुप एंड ऑब्वियसली द हाईलाइट विल बी नेदरलैंड्स आई हैव शिवम विद मी जिमी इज सब सब गाइस सब स्टिल नॉट ओके आफ्टर हिज वैक्सीनेशन काफी जोर से रिएक्शन हो गया उसे इस बार तो सो या वी विल बी टॉकिंग अबाउट ऑल बट बिफोर वी प्रोसीड प्लीज गाइस डू हिट द सब्सक्राइब बटन अ लॉट ऑफ द स्टफ कमिंग अवे टुडे एंड गोइंग फॉरवर्ड so let's yes, this whole me. month and plus this whole year and for years to come hopefully yes so let's just hit that subscribe button and if you do like the video at the end of it all do hit the like and share button as well so yeah let's get into it let's group, get into it group c netherlands yes man they are making a return to the big tournament they didn't qualify for the 2015 yeah. they didn't last time around and that was a big shock they didn't make it to But, the world cup either by the way yeah <laughs> i know what, they what? they made a comeback they have a stronger squad now so 2010 netherlands play the world cup final lose in a yes. tight game even though it was a physically abusive game to mm-hmm. spain after that it's all been downhill till about after 2018 world cup when ronald komen like around 2018 world cup when ronald komen took charge and actually gave this team new identity and got them playing like a unit together and uh, actually got them on a winning path they they went on to reach the nations league final as well which they finals, lost yes portugal portugal But unfortunately for netherlands and their fans ronald komen is not there anymore and mm. he has been replaced by a man who is almost trying to rebuild his reputation oh yes definitely i mean uh, we all know how uh how bad his stints with inter milan and crystal palace were as a player frank de boer uh, not a lot of bad you can say he's got a lot of caps with netherlands was a terrific defender a lot of quality but as a manager yeah He's, he's not been up there with the best. Still a point. See, to be fair, he got those jobs because he had a good record in his native place. But uh, the last few years have not been kind to him as a manager. No, no. And <laughs> to the point where Mourinho even called him the worst manager ever. Worst. Yes, worst. After worst Premier lost, League manager in history, as per Jose uh, Mourinho. Exactly. After having lost seven, his first seven games in charge of Crystal Palace on the trot, that is on the trot. A shocker. After that is yeah. To be very fair, he has he had the he had the shortest reign in Premier League, uh, days wise, I think. Yeah. A uh, number of minutes as managed or number of minutes coached by a team, he had the the shortest reign per se. To be and to be very honest netherlands have not been that great under him either i mean they they've garnered no. a lot of criticism especially for the playing style with the five at the back yes. being, um one five at the back yeah one of their legends even commented the other day when he was like he cruyff must be turning in his grave watching this net <laughs> you know, that that <laughs> legend happens to be the other debor that that's his brother who said that and uh, i think Netherlands have approached a different style recently. We remember that 2010 World Cup under Van Hal. Uh, 
So I mean, if that if they get the success out, there was still there was still some dynamism. This this team slightly feels lethargic. I don't know if you watched that game against Scotland, the friendly. They managed to get a draw out of that game in the very like dying minutes, and the quality of the game was not that great. I mean, Scotland obviously in terms of talent, Scotland shouldn't have been able to trouble them so much. Also, so yeah. Netherlands do have yeah. a lot of fixing to do. Their their main player, their captain, their talisman is missing. Because of injury, Virgil Van. Yeah. Uh, yes. Interestingly, he has been taken to the Euros. He is, he has been added to the backroom staff, so to speak, and he will be. That will be interesting to see. They're carrying their cheerleader, so to speak. But uh, yeah, they have a lot to prove. They have a lot. They were they were impressive in qualification, but that most of that was under Coman. Under Coman. That that was a different style of play too. So exactly. I mean, they were playing a good four three three or four two three one. At best, and you know a lot of free-flowing football, especially from the front. Van Dijk showed up the defense very, very well, and whoever partnered with him. So, but this is a different, different feel altogether for Netherlands. Now. Speaking of the squad, um, yeah, Van Dijk obviously leaves a massive, massive hole in the in the team. Um, and Dilit obviously has to be uh, has to be the talisman now. He is already prepared yeah. for that role in any case. The yeah. Vige, almost towards the end of his career, going there and probably will want yeah, to yeah, sign yeah. off on a high daily blend. If I, I, I say probably easily their best defender at the moment is Debris for me. Dilit still has some way to go before he becomes a mainstay. Especially in he's improved games. this year, but especially in these big games, these huge games. Yeah, yeah. daily blend. If he can stay fit, he might have a bigger role to play. He'll have a role to play, definitely. Nathan yeah. Ake, they have a good squad, but obviously Van Dyke will be a big miss. Oh, of course. Going forward, midfielders got... have the likes of De Jong, Wijnaldum, their captain, Klaassen, Davy Klaassen. Klaassen's great. Uh, Deroon's had a good season with Atlanta. Donny, Wijnaldum, of course. Van de Beek, even though he didn't <laughs> yeah. get to play a lot with United. Probably will be expected to make some sort of an impact on this tournament at least. If Netherlands yeah, are, to play. yeah. I I feel the biggest problem is in the striking department. Memphis Depay yeah, I mean, has improved a lot as a forward, but apart from him, most of most of other forwards are not confidence inspiring as such. Luke De Jong on like slightly older now. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I do believe Bergui. Uh, Bergwa, I mean, he could play a part. He's yeah. strong and uh, promise has showed some promise over time. But a lot of these Dutch players haven't had the best form coming into the tournament. True, true, true. So that's, that's good. That's going to be something that's going to hurt them. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So let's uh, key player. What do you think? Who do you think has the biggest role to play in this particular team? If they are to, mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. I I think after Van Dijk for me it was Van Alden always. I think he's I I like his personality and I think he can drive them on both forwards and backwards and him and Depay after him because Depay is the main goal scorer for this team. I'm gonna go with Van Alden as the one one guy. He's also the captain now, so yeah. I think it, lot it will have him. to be Depay. I think if Netherlands are to do anything in this tournament, I mean. They are getting out of this group, even with without. Easily, yeah. 
and uh, only the second time they've actually qualified for the euros the first time they appeared in the euros was when they were host city in 2008 host nation <laughs> yeah so uh, but they've done well they've come up a lot since since they started the 23rd ranked team at the moment and uh, that's not bad they've got a good squad as we know they've got an interesting manager not much to say about him feuded with him there but uh, former german international didn't play much but uh, they had a good qualifying campaign for themselves in terms of they came second after poland for their euro qualifiers and that was an easy group so they will they should be disappointed because that that was an easy group and to only finish second it was it uh, that is slightly like macedonia was there right poland was there poland is a bit tougher but they weren't that far behind poland uh, i would say austria starts amongst my favorites to get past this group stage yeah because they have some serious quality in terms of players. and the fact that the other two teams aren't probably like, aren't as as strong yes um, i i yeah so um squad let's just talk about the squad straight away there yeah. much to talk about their history in the tournament and a lot yeah uh, they oh, have yet david alaba highlight highlight of the squad david alaba definitely and uh, where he plays sujay is going to be interesting he can yeah. play as a center back as a left back he can play as a defensive midfielder and, and where alaba plays as- he has yeah. played as a left finger they have decent yeah. they have decent defenders for alaba to be able to play elsewhere the likes of yes. uh, friedel and uh, linehart and uh, even primel interager is there and uh, dragovic is, yeah. has come up very well and uh, ulmer he happens to be salzburg's captain yeah so you know they they are they don't have to worry a lot about their defense in my opinion midfield they've got the quality also, midfield is also decently stacked uh, yeah. obviously got, the star uh, there is sabitzer leipzig sabitzer he is he's the best midfielder and he's going to play a big part yeah uh, their captain uh, baumgartlinger uh, he plays for leverkusen he's played very well true baumgartner is there limer is there so they so have they've, they've got but moving forward also they have the likes of arnautovic and gregoric jo bhi naam uska they've got arnautovic arnautovic in my opinion is getting there well he's old now and uh, i don't think he'll be able to get a lot of goals and this is where the team will struggle they they have a promising young player uh, onisivo i think but uh, well he's he's still too young to be entirely dependent on for scoring goals and it'll depend a lot on the midfield to get the goals for them that and is always the best situation that's good, that's going to be the problem yeah yeah uh, key player alaba uh, nah i i think for me sabitzer was he he have to contribute in terms of goals i mean he'll just have to 
because because of course we've discussed no not a lot of strikers so he'll have more uh, turns on if he'll have to run the game. if if australia are to yeah. go past this group savitcher will have to be at the top of his game and run matches like constantly so that will obviously be a challenge but uh, if anybody can do it he can so let's yeah. let's see um chances on the group you're saying they're going through second i think they they've got a good enough squad to get second i have a feeling it will be ukraine could be ukraine haven't uh, done badly they've, they've actually improved a lot since the inception of the team constantly they've 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 outperformed the expectations that are put on them so so yeah let's like let's get into the ukraine side of things for them also it is only the third euro and yeah. they've never gone past since the stage, the, yeah the, since 2012 this 2020, is their third 2016 yeah. and then 2020 2016, yes. they weren't able to uh, get even one point they lost all three games in the group stages and went out quite wow. horrendously um this yeah. time in qualification they have actually done much much better they topped their qualification group which had portugal in it by yes yes i know that is and that that is impressive that is an interesting tidbit that is that tells you a lot about the shape the squad is in at this point yeah and yeah. and the confidence they must have in themselves after defeating portugal in that group see the thing is coming into a, a, a tournament like this if you have that kind of a like i know the euro qualifications were way back but they've not done badly after that also so if they have some sort of confidence some sort of momentum going for them and that might uh, serve them well in this yeah i mean they could they could they uh, just need to beat two other teams they I, they don't even need to care about beating netherlands they might just end up doing that but they don't need to they so that is something that i i feel might work in their favor and uh, they might be doing a good job looking at their looking at their squad they've got a good squad around <laughs> they've got some quality there they've yeah. got some quality but i think uh, sujay so their their main asset has to be their coach we've got to talk about chevchenko just a bit uh you rightly okay. when you said they uh, you know they didn't get a single point in 2016 chevchenko got appointed just after that just after that horrendous uh, euro cup and he has done very well with this team to be a manager for four plus years it's it's great already and he's done very well uh and you know they've got they've got some interesting players uh in the team uh they've got sobol they've got popov in the defense not their best asset Vincenco. but uh, still they've got dinchenko by the way coming off Vincenco in defense successful yes campaign with manchester city yeah so as far as he yeah zinchenko will have a good part to play he'll play in the defense and he will also be asked to go forward even and if he plays as a full back or a wing back either way true and uh, the likes of going forward also the the, the likes yeah, they've got uh, they've got melinovski um, atlanta atlanta he's uh, he's actually he's it won't be wrong to say he's probably the most creative player yeah. in for ukraine uh so he he love a lot of bonus stepanenko in their ranks they've also got uh, yarmolenko uh, from west ham yarmolenko is one of the forwards in the midfield there's another guy dynamo kiev sharparenko 
ప్లేయర్ Malinovsky easily he's he's had a really good season and he's as far as talent goes he's right up there he's he's as mb dexterous as they come so yeah. i i think it will be dennis popov like hmm. one last wow and one big performance at the in the heart of the defense and just stabilizing things at the back so yeah yeah Speaking of the last team, a team that is hmm. playing in a major, major tournament for the very first time, they've qualified for the first Euros. time in their history. Not, you got to, you got to really, you know, got to congratulate, you know, really got to say it's, it's very good for North Macedonia. They start as the proverbial, the definition of uh, the, the weakest team, probably, but for a team that wasn't even playing football up until the 90s they started their they played their first match in 92 93 they've improved quite a lot from they were a 160 plus ranked team now they're in 50s they're 60 some ranked but they've improved but yes uh, they are not going to be any no one's really betting on them i think this tournament is for them to gain some some international experience some big tournament experience and Uh, even the players and the coaches will be excited for that more than anything else um because looking at the squad it's not the best obviously i mean the, you do have the likes of aliovski and ademi yeah. and uh, even the likes of enis bardi but outside of that um, elmas elmas played well with napoli and uh, well you know their captain i think the most recognizable player in that team is gorov pandev obviously captain top scorer he's he's a winner with inter yeah but he's also at the yeah. dying embers of his career yeah not much is expected of him so uh, yeah i don't north macedonia might just spoil it one of uh, ukraine or austria's party but uh, outside of that i don't see them actually having that bigger of an impact it will more be a case of get ex- big tournament experience and then come back next time and try and do better yeah and you know have you know be able to improve their squad this we say and we agree to this that they won't be much of a threat despite them having won against germany not to not to long ago i mean germany. just in march they defeated germany which is huge for them no matter what squad of germany was playing 
but still in this big tournament sorry but yeah, might, no, might, just be too much. might just be too much to expect it's going to be a bit too much for them this team right at the first they might just end up doing an iceland but uh, might be a little i really doubt that though yeah yeah but let's see let's see who they trouble and are they able to get any points off of the rest of the group might just make this group interesting because there's not much going for this particular group in in this tournament in any case so let's see let's see how that goes yeah so yeah let's let's wrap this up then this was it for today guys this was it for this episode what did you think of our group c predictions and what do you think will happen in this particular group do let us know in the comments below and uh, like this video if you did actually enjoy the the conversation and uh, do share it with as many people as you can and uh, some better groups than this are coming out then group d oh, yes. is better group e is better group f obviously the best phenomenal i think all the teams in group f must be thinking at least we could have put in group put, we could we could have put in <laughs> yeah. group c yeah they would have loved that not to happen so yeah let's see uh, we'll catch you for the group d build up uh, next time and uh, until then okay all right